man, we are so fresh and so clean, clean here on the Shake Back Sports Show. Overtime. So fresh and so clean. Corey, do you remember that one? Yes, sir, I do. Outcast, man. Um, Andre Three Stacks, one of the most underrated rappers of all time. Agree. Agree with that. Welcome to the Shake Back Sports Show OT with your boys, Corey Ellison. I'm Willie Epstein Jr. holding it down. And uh, we just concluded the regular show that will air on the network Saturday and Sunday, 12s and 6s Central Standard Time, Saturday and Sunday, baby. So you make sure you check it out, bgcsports.net or on the TuneIn app or tell your smart speaker to say or to play bgc sports and you will hear the show and uh, we talked about a lot of good things there but this is the overtime and uh cory has uh broken a little bit of news that i don't know anything about so cory without further ado man go at it man it's funny you played so fresh and so clean because that's exactly what's going to happen with our man trevor lawrence and his football uniform Trevor Lawrence, star Clemson quarterback and Heisman Trophy frontrunner, has tested positive for COVID-19 and won't play Saturday against Boston College. This, this, this is a joke, right? No, sir. Not, not a joke at all. Headline of ESPN News. Well, let's dissect this then because uh, week eight for the college football season, the Clemson Tigers, the number one team in the country, the odds-on favorite to win another national championship. Uh, they're looking to make their fourth straight college football playoff appearance. And that dude is that dude. And we talked about him in the show about him possibly coming back for his senior year. Now, I don't we don't it doesn't say if he's had any symptoms yet, does it, Corey? Uh, no, it doesn't say. Okay, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. Make sure you check us out on Twitter uh, at or the underscore shake underscore. No, I'm sorry. That's Instagram at Shake Back Sports on Twitter. And for Instagram, that's the underscore shake underscore back uh, for the network at BGC Sports one on both Twitter and Instagram. So let's dissect this. So he tested positive. Now, if you remember back in the summer or really before the summer, when all of the talk about college football season, was there going to be one? Was there not going to be one? And Trevor Lawrence was him and Justin Fields, basically the quarterback from Ohio State, the two leading Heisman Trophy candidates, if you will, ironically for that matter, uh, were out front saying, hey, we want to play football this year. Uh, we're safer in our environment on campus than we would be anywhere else. And now this has transpired. Oh, man. Any thoughts that he may have some regrets about pushing to play and then winding up playing? I don't think so. Reason being is because Trevor Lawrence really had a down year last year. Um, his stats weren't that great. He was throwing interceptions all over the place. And this year, man, he's come out and he's just been lights out, um, just producing and, and just obliterating records and passing yards and touchdowns. So I don't think he's second guessing his decision to come and play this year. Um, it did nothing but boost his his chance for being the number one pick in the draft and is boosting his chance for being the Heisman Trophy winner. So I agree with what he did. Um, it put him in the best position, but it just sucks that we're continuously having to deal with this, this, 
this horrible virus, man. And I don't know what's going to stop it. I don't know when it's going to go away. Um, but hopefully, man, at some point, once we get past 2020, hopefully we'll be able to move on to bigger and better things, man. Yeah, and first and foremost, man, let us offer our prayers to him and, and all those that are connected to him. Uh, a gentleman that I know very well, um, he lives in my neighborhood, and he's been over here to our house. I mean, we we broke bread together. We actually are going to be kicking it on Saturday. Uh, his wife and my wife and me and him, his name is Dr. Clay Bolton, and uh, we're working on a, a project to where here he's trying to get us access to the University of Clemson's football team, the program. So uh, that's going to be awesome. So I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, he he's heard about this already. And, uh, man, it's just a very unfortunate thing. And hopefully he's going to continue to be asymptomatic. And hopefully that uh, anybody that he's been in contact with will, number one, not contract the virus at all. And then if they do, number two, they will be asymptomatic as well. So, Man, that's that's that is some breaking news, Coat, for real. Yes, sir. Appreciate you doing that, man. Um, all right, so again, we're talking on the OT here on the Shake Back Sports Show, Big Game Christian Sports Network. You can catch this show uh in all of your favorite podcasting platforms to include Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. It will be uploaded immediately uh, for all of your listening pleasure. All right, so immediately, uh, yeah, we cannot start. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Don't, don't don't. I'm not gonna let you do. I'm not gonna let you start doing that, bro. Um. All right, so let let's talk some. Uh, let's talk some NBA. Uh, there's a carousel. Actually, there, there's a lot of things going on in NBA NBA right now. Even though the season ended what two weeks ago, and the Lakers capped off the season, of course, with the 17th World Championship, tying the Celtics. Uh, for all time uh, in that number or with that with that record, but the thing is, the the, the the news that has come out is that the season is wanting or they're wanting the season to start December the twenty second. And I saw a report just on Thursday, Corey, that the NBA's revenue was down ten percent, so it's now only a measly eight point three billion. So that means they lost eight hundred thirty million dollars this past season and a lot of players, a lot of vets have come out and said this 22nd is too soon. Uh, if that does happen, you're going to see a lot of the veteran players not even play for the first month. I think that if they do that, I think I heard something from somewhere that if they did that, they will lose like another $600 million. The players would. So it's going to be an interesting tug of war with that. And with everything that's going on, we still don't have a vaccine. We, you know, the COVID cases are still out of control. Uh, will they put everybody in a bubble? I mean, that would be interesting to see. It's just a lot of unanswered questions. And the NBA, PA, Players Association, and the league, they're going to have to work out some stuff with that, man. Um, any thoughts about the season starting on December 22nd, possibly? Man, I think that's just rushing it. Um, that's that's too soon, especially for these teams that went deep into the playoffs and had their playoff runs. Um, I kind of compare it to what we're dealing with in the NFL right now. You know, the NFL players really didn't have their training camps like they used to having. And we've seen so many injuries this year, man, so many. Mm -hmm. um, just because 
they weren't able to to prepare like they needed to. But on the same end with the NBA, they also need time to rest and recover. And with them not having an opportunity to do that, I just fear that we may see more injuries in the NBA, just like we see in the NFL. So I understand the money. It's all about the money. But at the same time, man, you got you to think about people's health and, and their livelihood. So I'm pretty sure we will see them come back in December. But for those um, players that are that are the veterans, man, and, you know, have a voice, then do what you feel is necessary on your end to, to stay safe and to keep uh, from being – to having injuries. Right. That's my thought about it. Right. And my only argument against that is that, I mean, geez, they were off for four months. I mean, they were off for four months. But I have – I actually saw some pushback as recently as Thursday saying that they may want to – the players, a lot of the players want to start the season around Martin Luther King Jr.'s holiday. So – Stay tuned. It's going to get thick. And, um, you know, I'm really, like I said, interested about how they're going to, if they're going to do it with the bubble again. It's going to be uh, all 30 teams there this time instead of, uh, or all 32 teams, rather, instead of just the 22 that was there uh, during the seedings. The seedings tournament is what I called it. So, all right, man, we're going to move on to some more NBA news. If you have not heard and if you have not seen the Houston Rockets, have a new man. Uh, they actually hired Mavs assistant coach Steven Silas for their new head coaching job. Of course, that was vacated by uh, Mike Dan Tony, <laughs> who uh, decided not to opt or to decided to opt out himself, which was that, you know, they weren't going to offer him another job anyway. Uh, according to a lot of people, man, Steven Silas or Stephen Silas, or however you want to say it, Stephen Stephen Silas, SS is what we're going to call him. Um, hey, the Rockets seem to have themselves a gym. Uh, a lot of players, including James Harden and Russell Westbrook, have signed off on this. I don't know if it's going to be enough to get the Rockets where they want to be, but he's probably going to bring in a different type of coaching style than what D'Antoni did or had. Um, what do you think? What do you think about that hire, man, stealing them from your Mavs? Man, I think it's a good hire, man. Um I think that um, our head coach, man, is very underrated. Um, I think this may be the third coach under him that's uh, moved on uh, to be a head coach. Uh, so at this point, man, anything is better than the than the coach with uh, three first names, Mike D'Antoni. He didn't <laughs> preach Good job. Any, de- any defense at all, man. So to me, any coach that, that's, that's willing to bring in um, aspect of defense and and coach defense is an upgrade to me over him. He was all he was all offense, no breaks. Well, and and and, and Silas actually won over the brain trust of the Rockets with his affinity and ingenuity for offense. But well, you got some big words there. Yeah, man, ingenuity. I like that. I yeah. like that. <laughs> so you know he's he's coached you know Luka Doncic has given him credit for the the evolution and the rising of his game and then he's also coached Stephen Curry and Kimball Walker and some others too so coach Carlisle I mean not coach Carlisle uh, Mark Cuban Mavs owner said on Twitter at at MC or at M Cuban congrats coach Silas all in caps so hey and then you have a brother, 
that's getting a chance to do his thing um, and, yes, has, and has gone through the ranks and has paid his dues, and now he's being rewarded with all of the work that he's put in. Uh, I like Steve Nash. I was a Steve Nash fan, but he should not have gotten that job in New Jersey, although they seem to love him out there. We'll see Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, how it meshes together when it don't mesh. All right, man, so a couple of other NBA notes. Uh, Daryl Morey of the aforementioned, or formerly of the aforementioned Houston Rockets, he is going to be the head man in Philadelphia with the 76ers. Of course, they already have Glenn Doc Rivers as their head coach. I think they both have five-year deals, Corey, if I'm not mistaken. So we know what kind of GM Maury is and what he's done down there in Houston. Um, what does this do for the Sixers organization, uh, their personnel to include, most notably, Ben Simmons? Is he is, is he going to be a Daryl Morey guy, or is or even is Joel Embiid going to be a Daryl Morey guy? Well, even before this this happened or he was signed, I told you that I felt like Philadelphia was going to make some big changes um, with a team. Um, that you did. I really feel like Ben Simmons is probably not going to be there. Um, Either him or Joel Embiid. Somebody, it's going to be a shakeup somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know who it's going to be. Um, I just feel like they're trying to make Ben Simmons into somebody that he's not. And we know how Daryl Morey is. We we know his history. You know, he likes to make big splashes. He likes to stay in the limelight um, to make himself feel important. So I definitely definitely feel like he's going to pull off some type of trade. Uh, some type of blockbuster trade, who that will be, I have no idea. Uh, but there's plenty of free agents out there, and there's plenty of um, restricted free agents as well. So we'll just have to hang tight and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I, I agree with you. He is that guy. He's like the he's like the GM Jerry Jones of the NBA. I knew that was coming. How did I know that was coming? I knew that was coming. Boy, I'll see right through you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So one other one other coaching move that took place or has taken place here recently, and that's uh Stan Van Gundy. He is now the head coach in New Orleans for the Pels, the Pelicans. And he's already come out and said the right thing. Hey, we're going to build around Zion Williamson. And I think this is a fantastic hire for the Pels. Uh Stan Van Gundy can be a little bit abrasive. He can be a little bit outspoken, but that's just who he is, and that's how passionate he is about the NBA, uh, the league, and the game itself. Um, I think Zion Williamson is going to be one that's going to really benefit from Stan Van Gundy being his head coach. So look for the look for the Pels to do some things next year, Corey. What do you think? I think they got some pieces in place, man. Um, they got Brandon Ingram, of course, uh, which came on strong, and he's improved every single year in the NBA. And like I say, they got that grown man, Zion Williamson. Um, just still concerned, man, about his weight and the torque that he uses with his body and if he can last a full season. Um, we'll see. And then they have other pieces as well on the team. Um, what's the guard name? I can't think of his name right offhand. Uh, LeVar Ball? 
not LeVar, um, the ball kid. Yeah, the ball kid. Um, hopefully he'll uh, continue Le- to improve on, on his three-point shooting. Uh, he did improve from, from this past season. So we'll see how that goes, man. I'm, I don't know about Stan Van Gundy, man. Um, he hasn't really shown me anything. Um, He's been out of the game for a minute, but I think he hasn't really. I think that's gonna help him uh, as the game has changed. As he's really, and and I think, man, I ain't mean to cut you off, but I think that the fact that when he was in Detroit, you know, he was the GM and the head coach here. He's just gonna be the head coach, so that's gonna take a little bit more of the um, off his plate. So, and uh, why we said Lavar Ball when it's not Lavar Ball, it's no. What's the what's his first name? Not Lamelo. Not Lamelo. Not, not Leangelo. Not, not Lamelo. <laughs> Somebody, you know, all them ball boys. Yeah, um, and we can't even think of his name. I can't even think of his name right now. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll hopefully it'll come to us before the end of the show. Um. So, let's talk a little bit of free agency, man. You mentioned it just a couple of seconds ago, and um, there are a, a, a great many of them out there. Uh, like you said, restricted and unrestricted. Now, it may be a little bit more contentious if you will because of the league having lost so much money so we may not see those gigantic those gigantic uh contracts for people that aren't really deserving um we know that the uh los angeles lakers and anthony davis he's going to be a free agent but he's already said he's going to opt out and he's going to sign and stay with them uh you know what's Giannis antetokounmpo going to do uh, what's Van, Fred Van Vliet from the Toronto Raptors? What is he going to do? So there's a lot on the line, man, out there. And I personally can't wait to see it because, you know, the NBA offseason with the free agency and all that stuff has become a bit of a, a drama show in itself. You got to think about some other people that are out there too. Paul George is still out there. Uh, well, that's for 2021. But Goran Dragic, Miami Heat point guard, he's out there. Um, I, I just think, man, that with the pandemic – and the players, well, they should be able to visit these squads, but um, I don't think those deals are going to be nearly what they were. And as a matter of fact, I think the collective bargaining agreement is going to have to be redone because of what happened with the pandemic. Any thoughts on any of these free agents, Corey? Yeah, I think um, I think there's going to be a lot of movement in the NBA. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of teams um, – do some willing and dealing and negotiating um, before it's over with. Uh, you mentioned quite a few of the players that's out there, just a few more. Montrez Harrell comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Goran Dragic, I believe you said. Um, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Um, he has a player option as well. Um, so there's a lot of talent out there, man, for me personally. I'm just interested to see what my Dallas Mavericks are going to do. Um, I think we're a piece or two away from um, really being that team. We definitely need some um, defensive presence on our team. Um, so on my end, from my perspective, being a Mavericks fan, I'm, I'm just anxious to see, number one, what they're going to do in the draft, if they're going to keep the draft pick or if they're going to trade that draft pick and try to pick up another veteran player or two. So it'll be interesting. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I, I agree with you, man. I think I, I, I have become a Mavs fan um, simply because of a lot of different reasons. But, I mean, I think they're really, really trending in the right direction. All right, man, we got a few minutes left to go in this OT podcast segment straight to iTunes, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. 
I want to talk a little bit of NFL before we get up out of here. Uh, NFL uh, trade deadline is coming up on November the 3rd. It expires at 4 o'clock p.m. Uh, there's already been some deals that have taken place. Uh, there's some other rumors out there that the Texans could be looking to deal wide receiver uh, Will Fuller. And even J.J. Watt has been mentioned. I don't know how much of a uh, deal that's going to be. Um, Carlos Dunlap, defensive end from the C- uh, from the Cincinnati Bengals, has been traded to the Seattle Seahawks. That's definitely an upgrade to that defensive lineup there. Uh, I actually heard something that there's a possibility that one Julio Jones could be on the move to the Las Vegas Raiders. Boy, if that happens, ha-ha. Pipe dream. Pipe uh, oh. dream. Okay, so the Cowboys, they trade Everson Griffin to the Detroit Lions for a conditional 2021 six-round pick. And other uh, other possible deals out here, they're talking about uh, possibly trading quarterback Matt Ryan, the Atlanta Falcons. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but who knows, man? This is – you know what? The trade the trade deadline in the, in the last couple of years for the NFL has been way more active than what we're used to. So – you know, I'm I'm just like, okay, wow. And then in another move for your Cowboys, Corey, and let's let's round it off with this because we want to get into something else too that involves um, the reason why this dude is, did what he did, and that's the defensive lineman Dontario Poe. He got cut from the Cowboys on Thursday, and Jerry Jones, who almost cussed out a reporter <laughs> on a radio show on 105 the three dot uh, 105.3 the fan. Um, said that Poe was overweight and unproductive. But Poe is the only one on that team that kneeled for the national anthem. Coincidence, Corey? I don't think it's a co- coincidence, man, but I also don't think that Poe was productive at all. Honestly, I didn't understand why they signed that dude in the first place. Um, I didn't see him being a fit here in Dallas. And for the other guy that they let go of as well, the cornerback, I don't, I can't even remember his name, man, because he's just that irrelevant to me. Um, Daryl Worley. Yeah, Daryl Worley. He got torched all over the world pretty much. I could have um, told – they should have asked me about him when he played for the Raiders. Yeah, I saw that today. I didn't know he played for the Raiders. That's yeah. just how insignificant he was. Um I understand them, you know, making cuts on the team, you know, where we are right now. If you're not being productive, you know what I'm saying? We might as well go ahead and cut the fat and, you know, try to regroup as much as we can. But I definitely know you and I know how you think. And I definitely see how you putting him kneeling with him being cut as well. So... I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah, well, I, I mean, all, all jokes aside, man, if that is the reason, and we'll probably never know until we get to heaven, that that dude was cut, it's uh, it's ridiculous. And I have a I, I have a theory, man, to where I believe the Cowboys are playing the way that they are. I think there's some things going on behind closed doors with not only with just Mike McCarthy, but with uh, Jerry and Stephen Jones as well about this whole uh, this whole initiative that the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball has been on in regards to police brutality and social injustice and racial inequality and all of that. Um, I think there's something underlying there, and this could be the reason why they didn't even go out to defend Andy Dalton. And I'm not talking about just the black players. Even the white players did that. 
that's a whole nother show for another day. Um, I want to uh, uh, also mention this. Des Bryant, former Dallas Cowboy, is now a Baltimore Raven. He is on the practice squad uh, and probably will get elevated up to the main roster, barring anything catastrophic. Does Des Bryant have anything left in the tank, Corey? I think he does, man. He's a he's a big target. Uh, I don't see him being an explosive downfield. Um, I can see him if he's willing and if he learns the playbook and is willing to learn the playbook uh, to play some slot and be that big target across the middle and and get pick up some extra yards for his team when they're at you know third and four, third and seven, something like that. Kind of a tight end type of role, mm-hmm. but as a receiver. Yeah. And, and that would definitely be um, something that would be a good fit. But they have Hollywood Brown on the outside, who's the burner. Uh, they got Mark Andrews and the other tight end. I can't think of his name right now that roam in the middle. But Andrews is like a wide receiver because he runs like that. And if you can have Dez, man, just making some noise over the middle, uh, I think that would be very beneficial to the Ravens going forward. All right, man, we're gonna, we got four minutes left to go in this uh, podcast. Um, I want you to talk about what we talked about, what you showed me before we came on. And that was regarding uh, Lil Wayne. That's right. The best rapper of live and a tweet that he had posted on Twitter. Go for it. Man, I just I just really don't understand um, where our people are coming from these days when it comes to Donald Trump. Um, I ran across the tweet from Lil Wayne um, at Lil Tunchi. Uh, just had a great meeting with at real Donald Trump at POTUS besides what he's done so far with criminal reform. The platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. And he's standing right beside Donald Trump. Um, no mask on either one of them. Donald Trump giving the thumbs up as well as um, little Wayne. It's just sickening to me, man. And, we talked about this off air. I just feel like a lot of these rappers, uh, including 50 Cent, um, it's all about the tax rev- revenue, man. They, they don't want to pay tax dollars. So they're getting behind a president that's really doing nothing for our people. And you'd rather sell your soul to save a dollar. And that's just irritating to me. At this point, man, I really don't have any, any reason to listen to Lil Wayne anymore. I really don't. I don't want to, don't have any plans to. He's he's lost my um my respect at this point. Yeah, and that is a bit of breaking news as well. And, you know, it is unfortunate because he and 50 Cent and Kanye West have such a large following. And uh when when I hear a person say, I'm the least racist person in the room, that's just like being a little bit pregnant. You're still pregnant and you're still racist. Um, and he's, he's basically shown us who he is for the last several years, even before he became president, he showed us who he is. So I'm with you, man. I, I, uh, I, I was, a, am still a fan of his music or I'm a fan of his old music. Cause I don't know what he's doing now. Um, but this is right. This, this here is really, really disheartening. And if you can do me a favor, man, if you can, uh, retweet that and tag Shakeback sports at Shakeback sports on Twitter, as well as uh, at BGC Sports 1, um, that would be very, very helpful. And we can maybe, I don't know, get somebody to see that and be like, hey, you know what? This dude, he, we thought he was one of us, but he ain't really one of us. And, you know, you got to understand or you have to think that there's going to be some sort of monetary kickback on the other side of it. 
Um, but you know, hey, that's what they do. They a lot of those guys, man, are in, entangled with the Illuminati, and uh, their souls have been sold and contracts been signed in blood. So we're gonna leave it there, man. Corey, you got anything else, man? You want to share? No, sir, man. Just just happy to be here, man. With with you, my brother, man. Um, <clears throat> You know, man, uh, heart's a little heavy today, man. Got some news about one of our brothers, man, that just kind of shook me, dude. So just all my people out there, man, just like we always say, just love one another, hug one another, man, and just just check in with your people, man, from time to time. And there you have it, man. That's going to wind it down for this podcast episode of the Shake Back Sports Show on the Big Game Christian Sports Network. As we have one of my my favorite rapper playing in the background, yeah, we're playing. We out, man. We'll holler at y'all later. <laughs> <laughs>